What are you laughing at? Because <laughs> I know I'm in trouble. You are in trouble. Why? Why am I in trouble you already? You know why you're in trouble. You know why you're in trouble. He's been having secret heating meetings without me. I came in today and the heating was on. He'd had a secret little blast. De- Jenny, you? it was 10 degrees in the house. No, it wasn't. I had to step outside to warm up. Oh, come on! That's how bad it got. Welcome to the show, everyone! Jen, I've just had a little look at the calendar. You know what's popping up next week, don't you? Um, yes, I do. El what Valentino. Have, what have you got planned for me? Absolutely nothing. That's the, <laughs> that's the thing. Like maybe maybe the first maybe the first couple of years, right? I'm going to be like, oh, it's Valentine's. I must do all this uh, stuff. And now I I I, I don't know. What what would you like? <laughs> what would you like for Valentine's? Absolutely nothing. I'd then like that, you. Your wish. I'd like you. Is granted. To enjoy a day of heating on me. <laughs> now I've never been a fan of the old Valentine's. It seems like a bit of a commercial thing, doesn't it? Well, it uh, is a commercial thing. I very much enjoyed it when I was like seventeen, eighteen, and had a Whitney Houston cassette tape single bought for me. Who bought you one of them? Ashley. Oh, legend. Ash. Ashley, can't remember. Ashley. Probably don't name him. Oh, sorry. Ashley. Beep. <laughs> I remember uh... being uh, probably Freddie's age, actually. Mm-hmm. And Valentine's Day was an opportunity for uh, people in the class mm-hmm. to send each other anonymous cards. Yeah. And, I mean, the anticipation, the build-up of, right, well... I've given out one to the girl that I like. Mm-hmm. I remember her, Mary. Lovely. Ah. Oh, we only... name her. Mary. Beep. <laughs> but I was in love with with Mary. All right. I was eight. <laughs> Can you stop shouting down the mic? So I'd written my card for Mary, uh, which along the lines of to Mary. I think you're amazing, love, question mark. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I gave the card to... Well, I didn't give the card to Mary, actually. We had to put it in a little box. Yeah, we had to do the, that On the teacher's too. desk. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was waiting all day to see when the cards were going to get handed out. And there was a monitor in class who picked up all the cards and, mm-hmm. and gave them out. <laughs> and I sat at the back of the class and I didn't get one. I didn't get oh, a card. little Chris. Little Chris was absolutely devoted. I'm so sorry. But then guess what? What? So it's the end of the day. Yeah. My mum's come to pick me up from school. Mm-hmm. Get a little tap on my back. I turn around. Guess who it is? Mary. It's Mary. Mary. She had a card for me after all. Did she? Oh, yeah. what a little ledge. Absolute worldy. I don't know what <laughs> happened to that relationship. I haven't seen Mary... Since I was eight. Well, yeah, I wouldn't call it a relationship. Don't worry about it. Hang on. Do you not remember <laughs> your first love? Um, No, I remember getting Valentine's cards at school. Of course I do. But my Were you memory, popular? I bet you were. My memory of getting... would be around ten. Because I remember Guy gave me one. Stop mentioning people by full name. Guy Beep gave me one. <laughs> um, I was 
very much a kind of drifter at school. I, I was everyone's mate and I kind of fitted in and didn't fit in. So that doesn't answer the question at all. But I was on all the teams, but I probably wasn't the best sportswoman. I was into my music, so I played the piano at break time and things like that. I was kind of somewhere... Hung around on your own, playing piano. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, isn't it pancake day as well? Uh, not till like the 17th or something. But the same week. <laughs> yeah. The same week. Are you annoyed that Pancake Day is going to fall in the same week as Valentine's Day? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's awful planning. Do you know what the origin of Pancake Day is? What, Shrove Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Uh, only for the... Pancakes. For the, for the pancakes, <laughs> yeah. Do you know why we cook pancakes on Shrove Tuesday? I have no idea. Do you want to tell me? I'm going to tell you. Roll the jingle. Jen's Origin of Words. Right, so we've accidentally stumbled across <laughs> a uh, origin of words. Should we? An origin of words. <sighs> okay, I'm excited for this one um, because I have often wondered the origin of Shrove. Well, I thought I knew it and apparently I didn't. Oh, so I've what did you away. think it was? Well, I knew it was something to do with the church calendar, but, um, okay, well, here we go. Pancake Day or Shrove Tuesday is the traditional feast day before the start of Lent on Ash Wednesday. Yep, I think I knew that, yeah. Yeah, I think we all know that bit, right? So, but did you know this? Shrove is the past tense of shrive, which means to make a confession and rid oneself of sins. So you make pancakes no, to no, celebrate no. that? <laughs> No, no, no. What happens is, so obviously Lent is 40 days. I'm having a terrible time. I'll make a crepe. <laughs> Lent is the 40 days leading up to Easter. Yeah. Okay. Which is traditionally a time of fasting. So on Shrove Tuesday, a bell was rung to call the people, specifically the Anglo-Saxon Christians who were living there at the time, to confession. But this was also, this bell was also a stern reminder to people to use all the foods that they could not use during the fasting period, like eggs and fat. So it was a brilliant time to make pancakes. But this is amazing because not only was the bell rung to call people to confession where they would be shriven of their sins, the verb shriven, which that's where we get shrove from. Right. But the bell was also rung as a stern reminder that you should make your pancakes today. Because tomorrow, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, you've got 40 days of misery ahead of you. Now, just a tiny bit of a side swerve. But mm -hmm. um, speaking of Lent and giving things up for 40 days, just mm -hmm. jogged my memory of a, a, a girl. Yeah. I, I was going out with this girl many years before I met you. And she said to me, I've given up sex for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things for yeah. one to give up. And then I remember Rob saying to me, Bloody hell, she must have quite a lot of sex to think that she has to give it up for 40 days. That is a really good point. Oh, I know. Yeah, like, anyway. Because you usually give up the things that you can't yeah, you cope give up, without. You give like, up like chocolate day. or yeah. booze or like, oh, I'm giving up sex. Wow. Okay. Wow. Whilst we're in the origin of words, um, I have to make a special mention to our best mate, Donna. Donsky. Lovely Donna, extremely beautiful person, 
very, very talented poet who lives up in the Highlands of Scotland. She's going to win the Poet Laureate one day, we've all decided. Yeah, we've decided. She's got such a beautiful way of words. So if you're listening, you can follow her online at, at Donna Ashworth Words. She's brilliant. Anyway, she got in touch with us, um, as she does most days. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but she was like, I want to, I've got a phrase that I want to know the origin I've of. I've got a wee phrase that I want to know. Okay, so I'm going to tell you. Where does the phrase happy as Larry come from? Now, oh, I didn't know this either. Yeah, it's a good one because... Well, it's it, been floating around forever, hasn't it? No, it hasn't, Christopher Ooh, William Gibb. Tell me the origin. I'm going to tell you the origin of the word. Well, almost all the citations of this phrase are associated with Australia. Or New Zealand, okay? So that's where we think it originated. Um, and the first example of it being used was in, hang on, 1875 from a New Zealand writer, G. Meredith. And it says, we would be as happy as Larry if it were not for the rats. So that was 1875 in a book. Okay. But who was Larry, guys? Who was Larry? Who was Larry? Australian. Larry. He was Australian. Can you guess what he did for a living? Um, well, I'll tell you. Thanks. Sorry. That would help. That would, <laughs> That's my favourite line. That would isn't help it? the segment. <laughs> so Larry was a boxer. Was he now? Yeah, and he was born in 1847. So he was. So that put him up. Put him up. Larry. Good old Larry. Put him up. Um, anyway, he was uh, apparently. He was renowned for never, ever losing a fight. And when he retired in 1870, his last fight, he was paid £1,000 or dollars or whatever it was. Jeez, that's a lot back then. It was a lot back then. So he was said to be happy with his lot, i.e. happy as Larry. Happy as Larry. Like, I've I've done my last fight. I've been paid an awful lot of money for the time. I'm out. What's your name? Larry. Are you happy? Yes. Happy as Larry. (laughs) You've got it. Jen's origin of Okay, so bearing in mind that this episode is based around the subject of love... Valentine's. Um, I thought maybe we could chat about all the useless purchases... Oh, ...that yeah. we've either made for other Valentines or that we've, we've received from Valentines over the years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Would you like to go first, Chris? Uh, no. Tell me all your useless purchases. Valentine's edition. Useless. Okay, well, I'll go first then. Good, thank you. And then you you. can have a think. Probably the most useless purchase that I was given on Valentine's Day was a giant teddy bear. Bear, yeah. And when I say a giant teddy bear, I mean a giant teddy bear. I think I've seen a picture of this fella. Yes. Isn't he like the size of me? Yes. And my ex-boyfriend, who I was with at the time thought this was a brilliant idea. He lived in a little two-bed flat, and when I walked in, this bear was in the living room, and it took up nearly half of the living room. Where is he now? Oh, Not the boyfriend. Where's where's the bear? I donated him to a charity shop, because what the hell was I going to do with him? Anyway... So it's like when you win bear... a prize at a, a, a theme park mm-hmm. for shooting hoops. You know, you spend 55 quid, you get one basket in, and you win a... 
yeah, a, a yeah. oversized toy that yeah, you have yeah, yeah. no idea what to do with and you have to walk around with for the rest of your <laughs> exactly. day at the amusement park. Anyway, carry on. Well, at the time I drove a mini Metro, so the um, the, the bear... Kept you company in there. ...was really not going in the car very easily. It was a soft bear and it was gorgeous, <laughs> but it was huge. I was like, I've got nowhere to put this. I lived in a one room. I had one room that I shared with flatmates. Anyway... I remember getting you a, uh, a necklace one year. Mm-hmm. In the infancy of our relationship, do you remember? No, you didn't just get a necklace, babe. You got the earrings to match. Lucky me. (laughs) Right, so I just watched Pretty Woman uh, for the umpteenth time. And that wonderful scene with Julia Robertson, she's wearing these beautiful ruby jewels around her neck. And I was knobbing around a department store and I found something that looked like (laughs) those... That, oh, that necklace. Chris, the thought was beautiful. It was great, and I remember it was it was sixty quid yep. for the necklace, uh, which was a kind of triangular shape around your neck. You kind of need to be wearing a ball gown yeah. for it to to work, and that I it was it was pretty, but. I just knew I was never going to wear it. Like, yeah. what was your I going to wear face, it for? Your face, your face, which I've I've learned to love since. Thank actually. you. When. <laughs> When I give when I give you a present that is appreciated, yes, but not wanted, you have this fantastic look on your face. Can it's I try it now? Yeah, it's it's basically, it's. Oh, no, you don't say anything. Oh, no. It's it's the uh, teethy emoji. It's the. Oh, the awkward face. Awkward face. <laughs> I love it. So every year when I'm getting Jen anything, any, you know. It's like I'm slightly in trouble. Valentine's not so much because yeah. we don't actually do Valentine's Not anymore. You know I love you, you handsome oh, devil. You know. She got eyes, ain't she? I don't need to buy any gifts to show you my undying love. Are we doing cards? We don't even do cards anymore. Oh, we do. I do like a nice word in a nice card. All right, I'll get you a card. Anyway, I um, took the necklace back, by the way, which sounds so awful. But, but you can't take earrings back. You can't take earrings so back. So you still got them knocking around over you somewhere? No. Where are they? I don't know because this is... They're in the charity shop with their bloody bear. They're probably in the charity shop. I've got an example of something that was quite unromantic for Valentine's Day, but was intended to be romantic. Mm -hmm. Also another ex-boyfriend who decided to cook me a meal. Yep. Which was very sweet. (laughs) But we were only students, so, you know, the others had gone out. We had the house to ourselves, la, la, Mm -hmm. la, la, la. And so he made us a meal of veg and potatoes and mints. And mints. <laughs> and the mints <laughs> he'd made in the shape of a heart. Oh. So I had a meat heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. Oh my god, you've just totally remind me of something. This was this was a this was a not so much a useless purchase, but just a memory that's just popped up from a Valentine's meal. I'm going out with this girl that I was working with in the bar. And instead of going out for dinner, because we can't get in anywhere, because everything's tables of two, tables of two. It's <laughs> annoying, that's isn't so it? That's so annoying. Yeah, I mean, it is annoying. You know, a restaurant only if has... you want to go out like with eight of you and you're all single? They probably do it now. But I remember when I was with her, everywhere was just tables for two. So we couldn't get in any restaurants. So I thought, ah... I enjoy cooking. This is like early crimps. <laughs> right, this is early I crimps. I love this early crimp stories. Early crimp stories. Well, I'm a student, but I thought I'm going to I'm going to push the boat out here. So she comes around. I am so nervous. Yeah. Not only about Did you have your velvet suit on? 
No, not that time. No. I, still had my, I still had my velvet suit knocking around in the cupboard. But I was nervous about, obviously, the date and her, but I was more nervous about the cooking because I bought some steaks. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm doing steak, steak and chips. Uh, so I was... <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm so, laughing already. It's so funny remembering it because I'm in, I'm in the kitchen. I mean, terrible already. That, <laughs> that she's like... I, I got her to go and wait in the lounge while I cooked, yeah. which was kind of really strange. <laughs> she should have come in the kitchen and we talked whilst I cooked. That would yeah. have been much better. But instead, she's on her own in the, in the dining <laughs> room. You made it wait out of you because you yeah. didn't want her to see the preparation. Because I didn't want to see the preparation. Yeah. So I'm cooking up the steaks. Um, I was uh, trying to get fit at the time and mm-hmm. stuff. And so I had a lot of meat on the go in the kitchen. <laughs> so I had a lot of chicken breasts and I had my oh, steaks and stuff yeah. like that. Some lamb chops. Also, I'll get to it in a minute. <laughs> but So I put the steaks on and somehow either the steaks were off oh, or no. I overcooked them or something, yeah. but I had to give up on the steaks. Right. What was my next alternative? I don't know. The steaks are high. My next alternative was to go back to my protein pack that I bought for the gym. Right. And the only thing left in it that was defrosted was a liver. <laughs> oh, my God. So I cooked her. Very good for you, apparently. <laughs> yeah, she didn't want it. No. And I went in with liver, mm-hmm. chips and a peppercorn sauce that I'd made myself. Aww. Okay. And I put, I put <laughs> I it down. I think I would have quite enjoyed that. It was not good, Jen. It was not yeah. good. And I remember just watching her as she's going... Oh, awful. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, I love a bit of awful. And of course, if you've ever cooked liver before, <laughs> your whole no. house stinks. Does it? <laughs> it just stunk <laughs> of liver. And I enjoyed that tale, Chris. Thanks. It's, it's really nice having a little wander down memory lane. Well, it is. But isn't it interesting that still after 16 years of being together, there are still stories that you and I don't know about each other? Yeah. Like Actually, and I'm going to get you to write another thing here, because I do want to say genuinely that doing this podcast with you, it's given us an opportunity to look each other in the face and recall wonderful times that we've had together. Yeah, And we were last night looking over previous episodes that we've done and the work that you've done and all of this, and you said, isn't this a wonderful legacy for Freddie? And I thought, this is great. This is going to be here forever. This is his mum and dad at their happiest, doing what they love doing. Well, I mean, he can watch your films and he can listen to my songs, but this is the real us, you know? I think this is just as much for us as it is for everyone else. It's just such a joy, isn't it? I love you, mate. Happy Valentine's Day. I love you, mate. You're not getting a present. Okay, guys. Well, I think that probably wraps up our our lovey-dovey section and also the episode. So, so we're hoping that you all ignore the shit out of Valentine's. Maybe uh, cook up some liver and chips for your loved one. Or you could just buy them a full-size teddy bear, which will later <laughs> go to the charity shop. Whatever you do, I hope it's a smasher. And we'll see you on the other side. Bye bye. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Je t'aime. Je t'aime. Oh, in French, je t'aime. Je t'aime, mi amo. Mi amo. Or in German, ich liebe dich. <laughs> <laughs>